on the count of three, everybody say their favorite seven deadly sin. All right, ready? You ready? I'm ready. Three, two, one. Pride. Hulk. Oh, I forget it. Uh, All right, Eskinor. that went terrible. <laughs> All right. Everybody, welcome to the Golden <laughs> Clash, the sibling rivalry podcast. <laughs> I was trying to throw him off because I thought he was going to say Eskinor. I know, and I, I would said say Hulk. Pride instead. And then say, just kidding, it's Eskinor because he's a JoJo character in a second. <laughs> he's awesome. Um, but hey, everybody, welcome back. This is our 19th episode. And uh, this week, uh, we're going to talk about probably a lot of anime. We've got a lot of news. Mm. And uh, Gamescom happened. That was cool. Yeah, I feel I don't know. I'm like, it's only been a week, but I feel like a lot of stuff has happened. And oh, I yeah, wasn't, definitely. I feel like I was asleep or something. For it. <laughs> you missed it all. <laughs> it's weird. I woke up, there was like four Death Stranding videos. I was like, <laughs> what's happening? No, Gamescom legit always sneaks up on me. Like, it's not like E3 where you kind of know it's going to be like June. Like, I never know when Gamescom is. I just see mad videos on my YouTube feed. Yeah, is it like a super late summer thing? And it's like you forget because it's a late summer thing. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> weird but yeah so as you listen today remember you can email us at sibling rivalry clash at gmail.com and you can also tweet us on twitter you can tweet me at t-i-f-f-i-n-i-j-21 and you can find me at y-o-t-i-z-z-l-e-r and yes if you can't tell i was asleep 15 minutes prior to we started <laughs> recording this Nap time. so i am awake now um but yeah, let's let's get into those weeks. Let's um, get into it. You want to go first? Was, or I want to go first. You can go first, actually. Uh, well, I'll, say, I'll go first because mine's a little short. But right. I also had something that I forgot to talk about last week. Um, what happened? I totally forgot that I had watched Batman Hush, which oh, is yeah. the newest um, animated DC movie. How was that? Because that's the that's the universe I choose to be the representation of the dc universe <laughs> that's the only one that matters let's be honest <laughs> not the live action movies not at all but um so yeah batman hush uh came out a little bit earlier i want to say in july mm. um it was pretty good the animation is good uh the story was decent it was an adaptation of one of the comic book arcs okay um, i was gonna ask I, that is this a standalone or does it connect to any of the other well, the movie, shows. I don't, I can't speak for the comic because I didn't read this one. Okay. Uh, I didn't read the Hush series, but um, I can say that the movie ties into the animated movie universe. Okay. So, like, they literally pick up, the last one was the Reign of the Supermen, and they literally pick up, like, right after that. Gotcha, gotcha. That's cool. But, yeah, it's very heavily, of course, since it's Batman, it's very heavily centered on him. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and then what surprised me is that it's also centered on his relationship with Catwoman. Okay. Uh, gotcha. So that was pretty interesting. What age Batman is this? Is this, like, like middle-aged Batman, like, old Batman? like? No, this is, like, like the Batman, Batman. we know now. Okay. Like, like, middle, like, middle of his career, like, gotcha. all his villains are are active and, about. <laughs> and yeah um he's not thinking about retirement or no he's uh he's at the part in his life where nightwing exists mm. and um he's considering training nightwing to be his replacement eventually no robin though right 
uh, Damien may be Robin. Okay. I believe Damien is Robin. Gotcha, gotcha. Because this is the... Um, it also links up to the Teen Titans where Damien oh. is, is the Robin of That's the Teen cool. Titans. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's the Teen Titans with the... Uh, what's that blue... Is it Blue Beetle? You lost uh, me. It's a guy. It's a guy. <laughs> there's a Hispanic. There's a Hispanic guy Blue on the Beetle. Teen Titans that has a like. He is like an alien. He is like alien tech on his back, but it looks like a like a blue scarab beetle. Okay. And I'm pretty sure his name is Blue Beetle, but it's Blue Beetle. Damien is Robin. Um, I, I think Aqualad. It's a different Teen Titans. Like Young Justice, anyway. almost. It, close. Yeah. Okay. It's a little trained. Starfire is like the she's like the one training them. So gotcha, she's gotcha. like the technical leader. Okay. But anyway. Um, so yeah, I recommend Batman Hush. My friend who actually did read the comic says that it's <laughs> he felt slighted by the movie, but I say it's <laughs> it's a good movie if you don't slighted. care. Uh it's I don't think it's a bad ad- adaptation. They're just staying current. Like he was just upset like Jason Todd wasn't in it, and then um they they have my favorite version of Bane, which is Luchador Bane. The one that like can't really talk or anything. No, no, no. Luchador Bane is like Hispanic Bane. Oh, like okay. he he has like a Hispanic accent. And he he basically just acts like a, a Luchador. Got you. As opposed to just being like a juiced up guy, meathead. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and so yeah, they it's pretty much a showcase of like all the villains. So you pretty much see like every villain at at some point. Oh wow! Um, this one has Superman in it too, right? Or yes. the trailer did. Okay. Yes. Gotcha, gotcha. That's pretty cool. So, without giving the whole plot away, because it's a bit of a mystery mm-hmm. uh, plot, I would just say it's good, and I will recommend it. Um, I'm gonna check that out. The other thing, there was two other things I watched uh, that I wanted to mention. One was a movie on Netflix. It was called The Wandering Earth. Mm-hmm. Um, totally came across this completely by accident. Uh, I believe it's a Chinese movie. Oh, wow. Um, but it had, uh, when I started watching it, it, it was dubbed in English. So I was like, who paid? So this the words weren't be... lined up type of thing with the lips? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, they had, <laughs> so you could watch it in English. Oh, gosh. And so I was like, who paid for this? Because I was like, this must be like a high money movie if they paid to dub this movie in English. Because right. normally you just get subtitles. Right. Um, But... I was watching it, and it's basically the the overall plot is that, like, um, at some point in the future, like, not that far from now, uh, the sun starts to expand. Okay. And um, it causes, like, issues, weather issues on Earth. And the the, uh, resolution to this problem is to build 10,000 engines on one side of the Earth. Oh, to move the Earth? To propel it to a new solar system. Oh, my goodness. Where the sun is not exploding. <laughs> Yo, that's <laughs> and wild. I, so, of course, this is like... It doesn't seem like it would work. They kind of do it like anime style where like <laughs> that that is your introduction. Yeah. Um, you get like a brief little family thing where it's like a dad and his son and the dad is telling his son, like, I'm going on a mission uh, for like... 17 years or something like that mm-hmm. and he's like so you know son just look up the sky and i'll be one of the stars or something like that <laughs> and then they go straight into this explanation about moving the earth to a new solar system what? and i'm just like um 
I don't okay. <laughs> it's yeah, like, it's, that seems like a weird plan. Like it would be it would know, get really cold. If you know yeah, if you know even <laughs> basic, basic, basic earth science, like if you move the earth any amount of distance farther away or closer to the sun we're either gonna freeze or burn up yeah (laughs) so it was like all right but yeah basically they they do it's they plan a 2500 year mission holy crap that's how long it's gonna take to move to earth i would think it would also take a lot longer than that like just how light years and whatnot work well the funny part is is that like the movie gets about 17 years in when the plot starts oh my gosh and they're only at jupiter oh so it's like, already moving before yeah. the show even starts like the the beginning of the movie is the explanation of them moving the earth okay gotcha, gotcha. so that when the story starts the earth is already moving, already moving. <laughs> okay did you get right to but it? yeah like, like 17 years in they're only like they're not even at jupiter <laughs> oh um, my gosh so yeah that 2500 years seems crazy uh that seems extremely crazy that's like because yeah i was like nobody on that planet is gonna actually make it to the new solar system i'm guessing it's like super futuristic it's it is but it's not and that's what i liked about it because it was like it was kind of charming in that um the tech was very like bulky okay like there wasn't really a lot of like you know like hologram screens right right it very much felt like tech technology that future right technology that we currently have but like just slightly stepped up right right um because the way that they uh the there was the way that the people moved around on the planet is that there was a city there were underground cities built under each of the engines okay and that's where everybody went to like live while the earth is moving but Uh, on the top of the planet they're still moving resources around got you for the engine so and they basically it's everyone's like an 18 wheeler trucker okay and so it's like just these big like it's almost like think of like uh the batman tumbler crossed with like an 18 wheeler oh gosh like <laughs> on the surface a, this is what's yeah happening it's just on a surface. bunch of those like driving mm. around like moving stuff around got um, you so yeah it's just about this kid um and his sister uh they want to get up on the surface because their dad is up on this like satellite and the satellite is the 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 part of the mission that's guiding the earth to to its um location gotcha and so there's people like they're taking shifts on this satellite and his dad's shift lasted like 17 years (laughs) jesus um so they're wanting (laughs) to get up to the surface because they've never been to the surface or whatever and Mm -hmm. um that's dangerous yeah that's basically what plays out is what happens to them once they get up there okay um so i would definitely recommend that also you said it's animated it's, it's not oh okay uh it's two hours long um but it's oh a, really it's a it's a rip roaring two hours gotcha so it's a movie <laughs> yeah it's i missed a movie. that okay. no it's okay um so yeah that was the wandering earth on mm. netflix um and then i also caught up on um, seven deadly sins i am not finished but i am probably like four episodes from finishing amazing second season um, we will talk about that more in the anime corner for sure for sure um and then the last thing i did was i was caught up on some metro last last light um and i just wanted to say a couple things because i didn't notice this before um uh, well one thing i did notice and i'm gonna mention it again because it just makes me laugh every time mm-hmm. how involved 
the the controls of this game is simple are simple but when it comes to like your secondary items how involved your controls yeah. get <laughs> like wiping off your or like yeah, dealing with your mask wiping and off all your that mask, type of stuff changing your changing your gas mask filter mm-hmm. unjamming uh, your gun yeah pulling a lighter out to burn away <laughs> spider webs i forgot about all that stuff to be honest charging your flashlight yep Ugh. oh man so but yeah those are all i i look at them like uh Adds to attention yeah um <laughs> and then also in this in last light there's there's just too many human enemies and there's i'm like lot. where are the monsters yeah and they, i want to fight the monsters they like preposition them as stealth sections right usually <laughs> Like or they, it, they at least start you off in them as stealth sections, and then if you want to, yeah, go not stealth. It's yeah, and be a I, lot and harder. <laughs> we hate stealth, so yeah. um, but you never fun. have enough ammo in that game to well uh, not go fully stealth. I was in the, the situation I was in yesterday. I had plenty of ammo, but it was okay. just like every step that I took, somebody saw me, and I'm yeah. like, why are there like thirty dudes in this room? <laughs> what happened to this being the end of the world? yeah like, <laughs> like i don't i was just like it took me forever to figure out the the chain of events i had to do before i could get through the room without anyone seeing me that's like why turning lights stealth. off and stuff like that's that. exactly why still sucks yeah <laughs> so and yeah you gotta get headshots and Yo. you know shoot this guy and hope that guy standing right behind him didn't hear you Yo. or sneaking up on a guy 17 times only for the prompt not to show up to Yo, knock him out to stab him <sighs> Okay, anyway, <laughs> stealth, rant. stealth anger coming back. I know, always. But uh, how was your week? Um, mine was solid. I did uh, a couple of new things. A, a new game came out that I was waiting for. Um, but firstly, I watched, uh, I don't know, you probably heard of it. It's a Netflix original anime called Cannon I, Busters. I actually saw some of this because I remember you mentioning it before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm only on, I didn't finish it. I'm only on like episode four. But um, I think it's pretty cool so far. I like, I really like the style of it. This is another one to add to the really good OP list, OP song <laughs> list. Um, but yeah, I like the style of it. it. Gives me like a futuristic Western feel, like Cowboy Bebop. Um, but it's also got weirdly like a, I want to say almost like a Boondocks vibe to it, like ever so slightly, just the way it's drawn, maybe. Because um, my friends didn't mention like Trigun, I think. Yeah, yeah, that has a futuristic Western uh, type of theme too. Um, so it had Trigun vibes. But yeah, shout outs to this show because I'm considering everybody that we've seen so far black. I'm just going to say this this is all black people in this show. <laughs> like it. um, but it's about this dude who, like, his name's Philly the Kid, and for whatever reason, he, he like, can't die. So, like, every time he'll die, he gets, like, a new it's almost like a death count appears on his body um but i haven't gotten far enough to figure out why he's immortal or like what's what's happening and he he travels with these like two uh robot like a a robot child and a robot girl um and one of them is like a weapon and they're traveling to see this prince in this town i forget the name of the town um but that's basically the setup um for the story and it's kind of just like what they what they have to deal with on their journey to get to this place and they kind of find new companion new weird companions along the way so i'm definitely gonna gonna stick through this one to the end it's like 12 episodes total i think um that's not bad and from what i'm he- what i'm hearing they're setting up for a season two so um yeah i'm looking forward to finishing up that one 
and then um a switch game that i've been waiting for called Yu-Gi-Oh! legacy of the duelist <laughs> <laughs> came out on switch so i've been playing a little bit of that um it's pretty cool it's pretty it's kind of bare bones like more than i expected it's, there's not a lot of graphics and stuff to it it really is just like the card game itself um very few animations uh very little flashiness to it but i mean that's not necessarily a bad thing it's just it's just kind of weird but i understand it's an older game but it's got everything you need there honestly it's got i think uh it's got a campaign for every season of the show that's aired so far so that's like eight different campaigns um and they're really straightforward too it's like text-based cutscenes, and then um and then you duel like a a, a character from the storyline and you can either I was choose gonna say, is that like the eight versions of Yu-Gi-Oh or yeah you know there, how has they, to be, there had to have been more than eight seasons since it started right well I might be using the term seasons wrong but you know how they had original Yu-Gi-Oh then they had like okay uh, the, yeah the, the variations yeah the school Yu-Gi-Oh okay. then they had the Yu-Gi-Oh like, like V-Range yeah Yu-Gi-Oh Zexel like it's got all of those <laughs> storylines um and like car all the cards from all those games so you basically go through each storyline you play as you play a a, like iconic story battle and they do this thing where you can either use the deck that the person from the show used or you can use your own deck and every duelist you beat you can flip uh you can flip the battle where you essentially play as the person on the opposite side and you can do the same thing either use their deck or um a user created deck but the cool thing with that is like their deck is usually worse than yours so like you you being the hero of the story you tend to have the more like the stronger deck going into it but once you beat that it's once you flip to the other side you it's essentially like a hard mode because the other person's deck isn't as good okay um so that's pretty cool and as you go through you unlock different booster uh like booster packs you can buy all for in-game currency like i said there's no microtransactions in this which is the coolest part and they have a ranked in a uh, ranked in casual online mode um i haven't gotten a chance to dive into that yet now are there still the because forgive me because i've stepped out of Yu-Gi-Oh um mm-hmm. since you were a child but uh <laughs> <laughs> what um is there still a card that's like i just remember every time somebody would pull out blue eyes white dragon like everybody would just shit themselves Oh, is there um, still a card like that? Are there like still that? cards like that? There are infinitely many cards like that. And what was that other <laughs> card Yu-Gi-Oh with like that? What was that card with the big? It was like this big gold armored looking dude with like purple eyes. Big gold armored dude with purple eyes. Like I probably looked, know who you're talking about. He was like about, full but... gold. I feel like Yu-Gi-Oh pulled it out. It wasn't. And it wasn't I feel a like dragon? that was another one. Uh, I don't think it oh, was a Exodia, dragon. Oh, Exodia. Exodia yeah 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 exodia still exodia is very viable still in the game today (laughs) um so the way exodia's effect works in the actual game like i know in the show like Yu-Gi-Oh, yugi summons him and he just like does a like kamehameha wave and wins the duel (laughs) but in the actual game basically what it is it's five cards and once you assemble the five cards in your hand you just win so what people will do is like they'll they'll build decks that you basically yeah you literally just win so basically you build people build decks where you just keep drawing cards like you play a card that'll chain into a card that makes you draw like four cards and you're just trying to draw through your deck as fast as possible to get these five cards and basically win before your opponent can beat you um, okay so that's a there's a there's a whole bunch of decks like that but the thing with Yu-Gi-Oh! like now because they've released just so many cards like 
I remember you saying blue eyes like back in the day used to be the card where like everybody was scared of yeah the amount the length of card text effects on cards now and like just the <laughs> amount of effects that single monsters do and like like there's this one monster that i was looking at today and it's like you summon it it has no attack or defense but it like it can't be destroyed by battle it can't um if it's I think it's if it's if it attacks, it'll do the opponent's attack points and damage to the opponent. If it's destroyed by, oh no, it's then it's like at the end of the turn you have to either tribute a monster to keep it on the field or just destroy it. Then if it's destroyed, <laughs> it evolves into this other monster from in your deck that has a similar effect, and it, it just kind of like effects just kind of chain like that. And it, it sounds like it gets um, ridiculous. It sounds like Zygarde. <laughs> yeah exactly he has like two more forms after that too but i'm only at my 10 percent form it's crazy but no the the main thing about this and um it's kind of interesting to me so they had this game on mobile called duel links Yu-Gi-Oh! duel links and that's i, I think i might have talked about it on here before but it's basically mm-hmm. like a trimmed down mobile version of Yu-Gi-Oh! and when i say trimmed down it's literally all the same cards but all they did was instead of eight thousand life points you both get four thousand and then the deck size go from 40 to about 20 ish and on the field instead of there being like five monster and spell slots there's only they cut them down to like three a piece so basically the duels just go a little bit faster and mm-hmm. the decks are a little less uh big and complex i guess but I, I kind of picked that back up too, like comparing it to the Switch game. And like, mm-hmm. it's at, the mobile game is like actually really good despite how much money you actually would have to pay if you want to get a really good deck like quickly. Um, so the microtransactions being the worst part about that game, but literally everything else I think is better. But if you, if you, if you take the mindset of saying, I'll spend on this what I spend on any other game yeah and give yourself a boundary of like 60 dollars like yeah no that so yugi on the switch was 40 so i would actually say 40 for this if i were to do that probably okay so um, yeah if you did that and you made it like an investment that's a good mindset though. Be, I, I never thought of that i really because that, that's kind of what i did for fallout shelter because mm-hmm. i did spend some money in there sometimes yeah i mean it look uh, if it's a good like, game, this game it is deserves worth like five dollars to me so yeah I'll like if it's free $5. yeah like if it's free and you think it deserves money give it money um but no i just think like this the mobile game has a lot of animations it has a lot of way more uh like way more story to it i guess you would call it because it has story it has dynamic events because the game's constantly being updated and i don't know like i don't know if it's hard like i i kind of want to like build decks in the mobile version and just play that <laughs> one online as opposed to the switch version i mean you could and always switch later yeah um but just something weird that i that i noticed that i thought i should mention um about this and i didn't mean to spend that much time on you yeah i'm sorry <laughs> no but, worries um, <laughs> the this last... is the place this is the only place you can do that <laughs> I, yeah you're not wrong um but but the last thing i did uh the call of duty call of duty had a surprise 2v2 alpha that they i I forget if they announced it at gamescom but it came out this weekend it's free um it's still going on right now it's free for ps4 xbox and pc i believe 
um and it's this new 2v2 mode it's like small really really small maps it's a team 2v a uh, team of two versus a team of another two and you have like 45 seconds to essentially kill the other team or if time runs out a flag pops up um and the whole idea was with this is just like a competitive and there's no respawning by the way it's like round based so if you die uh, you're just dead until the next round um but the idea with it is kind of supposed to be like a competitive um like a, a really small scale really quick to play competitive mode um you can just hop in with a friend spend like maybe like 10 10 minutes on a whole match 15 minutes on a whole match and then jump back out um but it's pretty fun you get into gunfights really quick um they randomize the weapon so each team has the same randomized loadout every every uh couple of rounds and it kind of gives you like a good it gave you like a good feel of a lot of the different weapons that'll be in the final game okay um, i'm still i'm still kind of in the middle on it i i like i have hope for the, a lot of hope for this game more than previous call of duty games and i'm still uh waiting to play the beta just to see what the other modes look like um but overall i thought just this mode in the alpha was pretty fun they had like three maps which were cool they had this one really stupid forest map though where i couldn't see anything i don't know if that's <laughs> my fault or the game's fault um but it was like a bunch of trees and all everybody like everything blends in with everything <laughs> <laughs> so that was annoying. no it just it just happens to be the perfect map yeah exactly um so that was uh, one annoying I thing oh sorry go ahead no, I was gonna say I have to ask you. Have you seen? There was a, uh, I think it was recent uh, RDC World video mm-hmm. um, that they were talking about uh, the Call of Duty like franchise. How they're all the same, and people yeah, and they were like, it. yeah, yeah, I they love were that like, video. all you gotta do is change the name to something they vaguely recognize. Everybody was like, yes, then, that's genius. And then Leland was like, like, what? What are you talking about? And he's like, people want a story they want to do and they're like no they start laughing at him (laughs) people want nothing and then they want to pay for more story later later everybody (laughs) was like yeah and he fired him (laughs) (laughs) nah it was so accurate though like it's i was like oh i don't know anything about these games like the variations between them um other than what i've heard from other people so i was just like wow they've been making them yearly for the last i want to say 20 years probably that's all i can assume they is literally the Assassin's don't have many problem. variations yeah exactly yeah. um but another annoying thing <laughs> they don't yeah. have any variations they have slight variations same um, game different textures keep it moving exactly no that that's <laughs> funny you say that because the reason i'm i was hype about this game is because it's like one of the earlier games they had that i liked like it's kind of they're going for the exact same style um so they do this weird thing where they just kind of trend in and out like they had a whole phase where it was boots on the ground then they had a whole futuristic phase then they had a world war ii phase now they're back on the boots on the ground phase again so it's like but i don't know i'm 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 still looking forward to it um i don't know if i'm a pre-order you're you're mildly optimistic yeah i'm mildly optimistic um so i'll just have to see what the other modes and stuff feel like um, but that's about it. With that, uh, we can hop in to some news. What's going you like. on in the game news world? So we might as well get the big dog out of the way first. Uh, I think we mentioned it at the top. Gamescom Reigns happened. Is here? Who? Oh. <laughs> you, said, you said the big dog. That's Roman Reigns. Is that a movie reference? I don't know. 
Roman Reigns from the WWE. Oh, was he from when I watched? Yes. I don't. I, I really I no. I really don't remember Roman Reigns. Oh, okay, Dad's. I I remember Dad said that you had. He used to make you watch them. But anyway, really? uh, yeah, Ro- Roman Reigns is the big dog. I don't know why I don't remember. His, lo- <laughs> like, his logo is a dog breaking its chain. Because we, I used to rent the game <laughs> from Blockbuster and everything. Yeah, I didn't pick him. I just went with the Hardy Boys. I definitely think he was around when you were in high school. Oh, that might have been after. Okay. I think I stopped at middle school. But anyway, so. Roman uh, Reigns, please step aside so we can get to our news. Yeah. <laughs> but the other big dog... Uh, gamescom happened this week um and i there are a lot of games previewed and a lot of announcements and it caught me off guard so i was wasn't able to watch everything so i tried to get some stuff that looked interesting um so yeah i'll just i'll just go through my highlights i trust um so first up this is a cool looking co-op game that i thought might intrigue you um it's called young souls and it is basically like how do i describe it it's like a 2d side scrolling beat-em-up almost but with like progression and rpg elements um and it's got a like they stressed it had a really really heavy focus on story um so just from like what i just from what i was able to get from it um i like this art style yeah it's like pop 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 up book comic or like pop up pop up book almost it looks like that it's got that layered paper look to it yeah um that's the only way i can describe that look Mm -hmm. it's got a really but it also it's like it also looks like a little bit like um steven universe yeah the the characters Mm -hmm. that's a good comparison um but they said it's basically like a brother and a sister a twin brother and a sister and they're looking for shout out to siblings siblings and they're looking for like (laughs) their lost parents um and they're going on this long journey to do so um i wish i could get more (laughs) i wish i could have absorbed more info that's why it's hard that's why i was like cover whatever you want to cover for these things because they're never it's not like um I know some games in E3, they'll be like, this game is out now. Like, right. It's not one of those. Uh, it's not like that. So it's like, we don't have a lot. <laughs> yeah. It's very <laughs> much just, in development. Like, like, hey, I saw this thing. It looks cool. Mm-hmm. I don't even think they said a specific release date either. Okay. So this actually looks like um, where the battles, like almost like the Naruto games and um, what else is like that? Where you you're kind of roaming freely in the story but then you get to someone to fight and it becomes and like it a, stops the screen stops there yeah and it you becomes have to like a versus around. fight screen yeah exactly yeah um, so it looks like it could be a pretty cool co-op uh game especially if it has a really good story i'm always down for that especially in yeah. co-op games because that's kind of hard to find nowadays co-op games with a good story shout out a way out um yeah we still gotta try uh, uh the wolfenstein for sure yeah uh young blood yeah that came out recently um but then next up this game has kind of been on my radar it's called vampire the masquerade bloodlines 2 i haven't played bloodlines 1 but apparently it's separate you don't need to play the first one so um basically what this is if you haven't seen it it's like a story heavy open world rpg um where you basically play as a vampire and vampires are kind of few and far between so you're in this world dominated by humans so you're in disguise all the time trying not to be like discovered and basically like murdered for being a vampire um but at the I'm same like, time you still gotta like, drink blood and all that i've never played this game but I, I know there's like a huge like quiet 
following for it yeah it's um, like it's really cool looking it gives me like a skyrim vibe like it's like first person and like you make dialogue choices you talk to characters and it's open world and I, it looks like it's got a lot of potential yeah so uh i i forgot to grab the release date for this but um my bad y'all can look that up if y'all want to see that <laughs> <laughs> and then uh death stranding we got confirmation on the november the 8th yeah november 8th <laughs> confirmation on the, I know premise that release of the story date. um so you i want to hear what you got from those new trailers woof 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 all right so first thing i focused in on was because the weirdest thing about what's the weirdest thing about death stranding for you i think the weirdest thing is the babies in the like yeah the, the, so the weird, like babies in the fake stomachs the bb's they they bridge call babies, them babies yeah. yeah the bridge babies um because i i thought it was very um I thought it was very adorable that uh, Norman Reedus's character um, is like worried. He was like, "But what about my BB?" And it's like he's <laughs> yeah. saying, "It sounds like he's saying, what about my, my baby? baby?'" But he's like, "What about BB. my BB?" He definitely did that on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so we got to learn a little bit more about the uh, baby, the baby in the artificial womb, and what its purpose oh, is. Real quick, the collector's mm-hmm. edition of this game, you get a like a model sized baby in one of those containers yeah i saw that i was like <laughs> it's kind of weird who wants that like, yeah, i bet you it sold out that? i bet you it sold out yeah that's on the playstation store screen right i believe so yeah because they have like a de- they have like a designated tab for it now mm-hmm. uh for death straining that's like permanently on the store <laughs> oh yeah you know they're pushing this uh, game hard. i think that's where i saw it mm-hmm but um yeah so we find out that like the ba- the bridge babies um come from still mothers Whew. which are mothers who are brain dead that's crazy um and I, that uh is the reason that these babies are able to help you connect to the other the, I guess, side yeah the the world of the dead i guess yeah. so that confirms um, one of my first theories that this is gonna was have it? heavy themes in life and death and like yeah bri- bridging that gap I definitely agree to that. Um, but yeah, so you find that out. And then there's also um, a process, which it sounds like is going to be an in-game mechanism, mm-hmm. um, which is that the baby uh, needs to be connected to this module that uh, syncs up with the where the birth, like the birth mother is in a, or the still mother, I'm sorry, is in a remote location. Mm-hmm. So when you plug your baby unit into this module, it, updates the baby with the mother's like vitals so that the baby still thinks that it's in the womb yeah and it like calms down and like that's wild um and then it's a wild concept uh just to add to that i don't know if you saw in the other there was one longer trailer that was actual gameplay um where the player character norman reedus's character falls from like a high ledge Mm -hmm. um while he's carrying the baby on his front Mm-hmm. um and he falls and he's like oh crap and he gets up and the baby's like screaming crying <laughs> yeah. and he has he has to take the unit off and he's like rocking rocking it, it yeah so i'm like there's actually gonna have to be an in-game mechanism where, where you, you have to like the calm baby. the baby down most definitely you know there and is. it plays like the it's like do 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 like while you're trying to rock the baby back to sleep. <laughs> yeah and i'm like oh my god this is gonna be so weird it's taking care of this baby so odd um and yeah so you had that trailer where uh guillermo del toro guillermo, <laughs> guillermo. Uh, explains <laughs> main 
explains, <laughs> man, <laughs> how the things work, man. Uh, but yeah, his accent is insane. I didn't know his accent was that it's Hispanic. Cool, though. <laughs> uh, yeah, it is. It's very Mexican. Um, yeah. But yeah, he explains the whole BB. Um, and that BBs, he said BBs don't last usually for more than a year, uh, and then they retire them uh, mm. from service. They kill, they murder them. Yeah, and so that's why Norman Reedus was concerned. His baby I can't raise his, my BB. His BB's been out for a while, so he's uh concerned. He wants to. Um, he wants it to grow old. <laughs> he wants a real and, son. Uh, did you uh also see the the other trailer with uh Mama? Mama, did you want to talk about that one? So i'm i'm having trouble with this in my head so the only other part that <laughs> i know his mission I, for, I forget which trailer it was in but it was the one where they explain like basically what you as the player character which your objective is for the game okay because there's one where he walks into like a warehouse mm-hmm. um and there's a woman there and you hear his little flasher thing starts going off because okay. one of those spirits oh and she's is like don't worry he say he's not gonna hurt you yeah. yeah and it's like she's still tethered to her dead child i guess oh really i didn't pick up that part so yeah she pulls like the baby comes down like it's invisible but she right. like pulls it from the air and she rocks it oh gosh and then she like coddles it a little till it's quiet and then she releases it like back into the air Yo. and it's happy and then all the lights and stuff stop flickering this is gonna be a freaky game this would be a weird game and then yeah so she's like that's my she's like i'm her mama or something like that and she's like this is why i can't leave whoa and she she then she motions to like a cord like they're still an umbilical cord connected between yeah. her and this baby Jesus. and i was just like what what is this place oh, yes <laughs> i don't want to this is one of those worlds i would not want to live in um but like, i'm saying it right now i'm taking a week off to to, to play this game it's gonna like, be good i, I want to be immersed in this in, in this crazy world yeah um, kojima you you're a genius <laughs> yeah right um but they they also basically explained like like i was saying what his mission was so it was like you're you're basically traveling from the, the east coast to the west coast and you're trying to reconnect uh uh disconnected civilization so like something some event happened some catastrophe happened Mm -hmm. and the whole of the u.s was basically split apart um people can't communicate with each other there's Um, a very heavy when we talk about themes there's a very heavy theme of like disconnection between people for sure yeah and i'm like i wonder what what he's trying to say or where he's going with that right um and it's a lot of uh, in the gameplay they show, and it's like a lot of traversal. Um, it's it's almost been a meme. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's a lot of traversal and ladders. Did that map uh, when he dropped? Because there's a gameplay trailer where he drops off a package um, for a delivery, um, and he pulls up his map of the United States. Did that map make you nervous? Wait, why? Just because of the scale of it. Because I'm like, I'm looking at what you know the field he's already traversing and what mm-hmm. we've seen him traverse in the game and it's like kojima said like you know you're gonna be able to go anywhere mm-hmm. and yeah. so i'm like in my head i'm like did they build That's... like an artificial version of the united states I, I highly doubt it's that big but i think it's more so more along the lines of like breath of the wild like somebody said this and i definitely see it like they they probably have some breath of the wild influence with well yeah because i mean like there's not like there's a be a lot like 
that they'd have to render because mm-hmm. it's an apocalyptic environment. Right, right. So it could just it's be not land. like we're expecting to see like cities and stuff right. like that. Yeah. Um, I wonder other than though, the ones that would be a part of the game. I'm wondering if there will be any fast travel like or if you like because if you're traveling from east to west be. there ha- yeah i think i would think there's a point in time like time skips like you hit a cut that like maybe you're in like and forgive my geography you but void maybe, out maybe yeah maybe you're in like <laughs> delaware and then you hit a cut scene and then it's like three weeks later and you're in like nevada now well, that's what i was like i would like to actually have a course that you do actually like real-time travel mm-hmm. at least for your first part of the game you know what i mean like yeah, yeah that would be interesting that would be really cool um and just have to deal with whatever nonsense is in the way yeah because i mean like as, as much as we dog on um um red dead redemption 2 um but that's one aspect of those games i liked was like traveling on your horse or whatever across yeah the landscape right right exactly um but yeah death stranding can't wait for it um getting kooky kookier i think it's either gonna be too weird to understand or it's gonna be like a masterpiece (laughs) i just hope my only hope is that it's not as abstract as silent hill just give me okay i see what you're saying let me understand a little bit better than silent hill for sure Uh, silent hill is like you can like read into anything (laughs) my main hope is that it they're less stealth sections than metal gear (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like, or less <laughs> less of a stealth focus i don't I'm like how are you gonna stealth with like 17 packages on your back well i know for a fact and i'm i'm calling this now that anytime you come across those ghost things you're gonna stealth. those are all gonna be stealth sections yeah or you just wait for it to pass you yeah something like that but um, yeah i'm just like i'm trying to imagine you hiding behind a rock when you have like 18 20 packages, packages and a dead body stacked on your back <laughs> exactly. like in that one game where you, they were carrying he was carrying a body and i was like that's awkward <laughs> that's super awkward who's having bodies delivered yeah exactly um but yeah that's death stranding you said november 8th right november 8th cool um and then next up we got a whole bunch of details uh for marvel's avengers um not a lot of new gameplay really is i think they showed the demo from e3 again but they had like somewhat of a ui on it uh so basically the new stuff i grabbed some highlights um it takes place in an era where heroes are outlawed and the avengers are separated um sort of similar to like uh was it before civil war or after civil war that that happened um, uh yeah after civil war they were separated yeah i guess you could say the beginning of endgame too kind of had that vibe yeah um but this well, is cause remember we had that realization when we were like they uh cap and tony hadn't seen each other in mad like, long several movies yeah uh, but we just weird. didn't think about it but yeah this this kind of has that same thing um I, I think in a, one of the trailers they showed Tony was all like raggedy. His hair was all grown out. He was all scruffy. Um, this is supposed to be an original, never be foretold uh, story of the Avengers story. Um, there's going to be this. This is one of the more interesting points. New post-launch stories as characters are added in as free DLC for years to come. Um, so there, it sounds like they're planning for this to to be like a forever expanding single slash multiplayer game um they're trying to blend a lot of things here who's going to be working on this for years to come square enix i believe it's square enix 
um somebody might have to i'm pretty sure it's square enix somebody correct me if i'm wrong um but yeah if it's gonna be uh i'll just keep going and then we'll come back to that point selectable single player and multiplayer missions um single player you'll play as one hero and it's like focused around like one story section involving that hero multiplayer um it's going to be obviously co-op and you'll each control a different hero um equipable tiered gear so like kind of like a, a loot game so like common items uncommon legendary that type of thing um i don't know why i put that th there uh <laughs> oh oh this is part of the it's supposed to be like this so the gear changes gameplay they have skill trees um and experience points so again those rpg mechanics that you find in a lot of rpg and loot mechanics that you find in a lot of loot games um and then they're going to be unlockable and purchasable cosmetics that is purchasable with real money from what so will there be cosmetic additions to a existing character yes so like iron man you'll be able to purchase like a skin for him type of thing um but yeah it's it's there it seems like they're trying to mix a lot of different things with this game um this is another one that i'm like cautiously optimistic for it seems like it's just an extender for the feeling of in-game you know yeah for sure like Um, for people who want to keep that feeling going mm -hmm. uh they're making this game for them honestly my main thing is just if the gameplay is really good then you know that's all you that's all you really need like um i i read some one time somebody compared the uh thor thor should feel like uh kratos from god of war like throwing his hammer and like how good throwing the axe felt like if it doesn't compare to that then you already lost with thor um and then that's true we did fight we fought thor's sons yeah exactly um and then i make the comparison that iron man should feel like the one good thing from anthem which was the javelins Um, (laughs) if flying around as iron man isn't that fun then you're already lost with iron man so that that's the kind of thing they have to do they have to really do a good job at the feeling of each of these different heroes and really make them feel uh unique i think for this game to succeed um but then uh the last big thing from gamescom that i thought uh we were both interested in was greedfall um so they showed another gameplay extension or another gameplay trailer and talked about uh more of the features so they showed a character creator looked pretty detailed um i'm sure i'm gonna spend a hundred hours in that alone (laughs) (laughs) Uh, i really like the style of it it's got this like cthulhu horror uh pirate aesthetic it's like a late late uh, would you say like a late 17th century late 18th century yeah with like the triangle the triangle hats yeah exactly and the and the, the 18 buttons on my jacket exactly but <laughs> like then, revolutionary war type but like very fantasy too at the same time they had like spells going off and you i saw a dude like cast a spell like his sword like glowing with lightning he like switched to his gun yeah um it just looked pretty cool um this i'm pretty sure is a full-on action rpg so it's probably going to be along the lines of like witcher um big open world a bunch of quests you can do a big story in the background so uh i think something to be excited for for sure yeah they were fighting um this monster that i would say looked like squid head a big scary groot type santa claus with yes with squid tentacles for a face (laughs) 
Yeah, they got um, some really out there designs for the creatures. And I want to mention, so I'll mention it here because I think this is the. I'm gonna quickly get these two games confused. <laughs> um, is a uh, remnant from the ashes for right. PS4. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a game that caught my eye because again, it has same way Greedfall did. It's like these are the types of creatures we want to be fighting in games. Right. Um. So and for me, it's like you really can only get creatures like this in um like blood bloodborne, bloodborne baby. and dark souls yeah but for somebody like me who's terrified of those games <laughs> um these games look appealing because they look a little bit faster definitely um it looks a little bit less studied in the fighting but mm. um more about your movement um, yeah. and how you deal with the specific creature so, how you load out your character too i think what Greedfall is going to be a like i'm sure there would probably be a lot of stats and like builds and whatnot that really change how you yeah. play and i'll say Gre- so grief falls not out correct no i'm but i didn't remnant even catch a release is date. yeah remnant's out right now yeah so remnant that. from the ashes is so we might get back to you on that if yeah one of us plays it and that's a that's a co-op shooter too oh okay cool it's like procedural gener- procedurally generated levels um it's got like a loot aspect to it and it's like a third person shooter and it's got like the some of the dark soul stuff like boss fight big boss fight like dodging that type of stuff um but yeah we might we might get back to y'all on that and then next up the other giant news of the week spider-man everyone throwing themselves from their apartment oh yeah (laughs) spider-man is no longer going to be in the mcu and uh sony is going to be moving forward the proprietor of the spider-man movies um so just some some details on this so kevin fahey will no longer be the lead producer and that's effective like immediately for the next movie um marvel and disney uh, reportedly wanted to take like a 50 percent cut of the gross sales gross revenue from the next movie um and the thought was that you know, Spider-Man wouldn't have been as successful as it was without Disney placing him in the Avengers and in that whole MCU. You have an entire gaming gaming market. That's very true. Let Disney have 50% of Spider-Man. Exactly. Like, it's not that big a deal. Um, It's not. And then Tom, Tom Holland is still technically under contract for one more movie, which will be made by Sony. So I... A lot of people are saying, like, because of the way the contract worked, they're going to have to remove plot points or remove or shrug off plot points that had any connection to the Avengers from Far From Home and from the current Mm -hmm. Spider-Man universe. Um, But I guess time will only tell what that's going to look like. But the upside to this is they can do Spider-Man and Venom crossover movies now, um, which I think is absolutely what they're going to do. That would be Tom Hardy would be a cool... Like, counterpart uh, like counterpart for for tom holland for sure did you see the statement that uh tom holland's father made no what was it uh so tom Ho- tom holland's father dominic holland is a comedian over in britain um and okay. he basically said that like you know people want spider-man right. and movie companies want money and (laughs) they're like if you want to make money from spider-man you're gonna make more spider-man and he's like right now you know my son is spider-man so Mm -hmm. i think we'll see him again (laughs) yeah 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 um 
but yeah, just to add um, to some Disney news and Disney movie news, did you see that they are making another 101 Dalmatians? I did action. not. <laughs> and wow. they are also making Lady and the Tramp. I didn't know about that either. Live, Live action. action? I, Live I feel action. like that could be a good one. And Live my friend, action. first he said they were using CGI dogs. Then yeah. when he looked it up, he said they're using real dogs. <laughs> what? And he thinks they're going to do the, like, move their mouth, mouth things. Hmm, interesting. But I was like, if they did it like Lion King, that would make sense. They could do yeah, that. Yeah, they could absolutely do that. But I'm trying to think, a, 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 do- a movie where they used real dogs but did the mouth thing, didn't they? Wasn't it that buddy? The You know what I'm talking <laughs> well, about? The did- Air Bud? They, it's not American, Series. but they did a movie called Pride that was about a pride of lions, a okay. real pride of lions, and they just made their mouths move. mouth. So, I mean, um, yeah, I guess it could so it's, work. And that was pretty popular. So. Yeah. But I yeah, I know what work. you're talking <laughs> 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 The ones you're talking about look so awkward. They look so Because it's like the dog's face will be frozen, but so- <laughs> its mouth will be like, where is it? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Oh, my God. But I guess that's how it would look if dogs really talked. So, I mean, <laughs> um, but yeah, but yeah that's so, I, I mean, like, I don't know. I think that has a lot to do with Sony. Like, Sony has always been very proprietary. For sure. Um, I think I've said that a thousand times on this podcast now, but yeah. We were it's surprised like, it almost, when they let Disney get it in the first place. Yeah, it almost just feels like they're like, no, we're taking this back. Like, yeah. it just feels like they're being, like, they're Annoying. mad because Disney's doing what they want to do better. Right. And they I want the know. money for it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but we'll see. I'll, I'll watch it. Yeah, I swear to God, they better not ma- ever make a movie called Spider-Man 4 that continues from where Spider-Man 3 left off. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's a rumor. And I would be so mad if they actually did that. I don't think they're going to they do that. They get Tobey Maguire back. He's old Spidey now. Yeah, he could be like the way they did um, <laughs> the way they did Into the Spider-Verse. And they had... um the old peter yeah, training old rusty yeah peter. like have have toby mcguire be the old rusty peter training the tired miles. peter oh my gosh toby mcguire and i've said this a couple times to other people worst of the spider-mans i'm just gonna put that out there i'm sorry i don't i don't feel the same hatred that everyone i think he did his best no i'm not time. saying he was horrible i'm just saying of all the spider-man actors we have he's the worst yeah like just like that's just a fact it goes Tom Holland, the dude, the dude who played uh, Andrew or Andrew Garfield. No, no, the dude who played uh, Miles in Spider Verse. I forget his name. I always forget his name. Um, and then Andrew Garfield, and then Toby. <laughs> I'm gonna just, I'm gonna just lay that you out. You put there. Tom Holland over Miles. They're not even the same Spider Man. No, the actor. That I'm just oh, saying okay, the actor. Okay. Yeah, like just their portrayal of the Spider Man that they were playing okay um toby was the least like spider-man where is where is yuri lowenthal in ranking Ooh, that's good um he's <laughs> I, he I got angie garfield yeah he's like second for real okay he's like he might be he's second or first like with tom holland like he's okay. that good um but yeah and then what we got uh, uh i just briefly added that kit harrington who played J- john Snee. In Game of Thrones, uh, is to star in the Eternals movie that is coming out. He's gonna know nothing for eternity. (laughs) (laughs) And they mentioned some girl's name, but I don't, I don't know who she is. Um, I'm not even sure that he also got uh, is starring with. But just adding that, um, they're building that that 
uh, cast list. Mm-hmm. So we'll see when we get there. But I will say I am. That's the only way because when my friend called me yesterday and was just like telling me all this Marvel news and I'm just like, uh huh, uh huh. Mm-hmm. And I realized I'm like, I am just super checked out of Marvel. Did you see Moon Knight? That's, I, that's what he was that's telling Marvel's me about. Batman, I think. That's what he was telling me about, yeah. and he was like, "I'm excited," and I'm just like, "Uh." And I said, "The only thing that's gonna get me, I think, to wake up again is if, the, if this gets more celestial. If we get up into the oh, cosmos, absolutely. that's why the Eternals that's, is that's like the, the only interesting one part for. of Marvel for me. sure. For sure, I am. And I'm I, not gonna lie. I am hyped for Moon Knight. I just want to see how well Marvel does Batman compared well, to I'm, DC. I will, and that's what I will say. I'm like, I think that's what hurts my heart about DC and Marvel so much is that I never. For Marvel, it's like it's been this ten year growth that mm-hmm. has attached me mm-hmm. to Robert Downey's Iron Man, you mm-hmm. know, uh, Chris Evans' Captain America, mm-hmm. uh, uh, the Bruce Banner. They haven't missed with with the main actors that they brought in, aside right. from like the very first like Hulk and stuff like that. Once they really but, got Tony Stark, they haven't missed with an act with a main actor. What that made me realize is that I was only attached to those characters because of how those people uh played the came, role yeah right. brought them to life yeah so i'm like i was never into iron man you know right, i'm into right, right. the iron man i saw on the on the movie screen exactly. and so that was like with dc i'm like i just love DC's the characters, characters but they and won't I'm like, get the actors for them that's the it's theory. like it's, they suck yeah, yeah so i'm just like i'm really checked out on marvel because i'm just like the people that i associated the the goodness with are gone now so i'm like i have to i feel like i'm starting over again wait but why don't you they have such a good track record at this point why don't you like well just they do but yeah i'm just i'm not, not mess I'm, it up i'm not attached anymore it's like i've graduated from high school you know with mm. all my cool high school friends that we grew up together yeah. it's like now i'm a freshman in college it's a new game right, gotta right, make right. new friends I you know what, what i mean saying. so yeah. I trust them. I'm not saying I don't trust them. I'm not saying I'm not going to watch. I'm mm-hmm. just saying that, like, as these things are coming out, I'm not as excited not as hyped. I was when, like, Infinity War and Endgame were coming out. Right, yeah. right. And so it, I'm like, I, I just hope that feeling comes, comes back. back. I was going to say, and at this point, too, we're not, we're not even aware of another saga. Like, we knew from the very first, I think, Iron Man movie, they showed Thanos in the end credits. So yeah. it's like right now we're really not aware of any new saga whatsoever other than we're hoping that it's going to get celestial. Um, but yeah, who knows if so, the movies are even going to connect or if the shows are going to connect or anything yet. They might right. all be standalone. We don't know yet. So I just realized that's what I'm like. That's what the key difference is between DC and Marvel for me is that I just really love DC's characters for sure. as opposed to Marvel's storylines. Right, right. I can't see that for sure. So definitely definitely um shall i uh, shall i take a uh, look okay at this? so i'm just gonna this last bit of news i'm going to preface really quickly uh i put a mysterious youtube link in our <laughs> google doc this week for I'm scared uh tizzler to click on because i want his fresh reaction I'm scared. <laughs> to the video that's gonna play so if you would do that now sir all right i'm taking a um, look let's see what so is... he's clicking do i need sound uh, uh you may not oh i i saw this come across my timeline uh, it upset me i didn't even click on it because it made me like upset just seeing the thumbnail and somehow it still found its way into my into my in front of my eyes do you want to enlighten our audiences to what this is? so i'm watching a trailer 
for a live action Tokyo <laughs> Ghoul. Was this a movie or a show? It's a movie. I I'm think guessing. it's a movie. <laughs> live action Tokyo Ghoul movie. And uh, <laughs> just looking I'm at this, so- man. <laughs> if y'all don't know Tokyo Ghoul, so first two seasons I love of Tokyo Ghoul. But the way they finished the show was absolutely atrocious. Like it would have been better off just never getting an ending. Um, and and this movie is just piling on top of the pain. <laughs> so if you guys remember, uh, our listeners, our stalwart li- listeners, um, early, very early in our episodes, one of our biggest discussion was live action anime. Um, and this was also a conversation we had. Uh, on our previous i guess it was our previous podcast to this one um Mm -hmm. with a larger group of friends um about live action anime and should it exist should we champion i personally love it so i will probably (laughs) be watching this because i love it i think it's the most awkward transition between and it's coming um, to theaters why (laughs) why is this the one coming to theaters and I personally enjoy that that Tizzler gets so upset by this the is existence so stupid. of these. <laughs> <laughs> like this doesn't have y'all are just literally throwing old Bay into the wound. I'm telling you, this I definitely gets people to watch that wouldn't watch something simply because it's animated. Uh, but and then, I'm telling. Uh, you saw the bleach one right did you ever i saw parts of it i didn't watch it's not bad it's really not (laughs) bad i can't it's good i can't do it (laughs) i already have what this anime looks like in my head and i'm just gonna be mad the whole time it's 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 pretty decent i'm still waiting on that jojo that second jojo live action movie i'm i'm holding i'm holding out for that they could definitely do part five they gotta stop this they got it. Somebody has to put an end to this. When I'm president, <laughs> I'm banning all import banning of live, live action, action movie anime movies to the U.S. <laughs> I can't stop them from being made, but I'll make sure they they're not that's, shown that's or watched. That's the bill here. you're gonna run on. Yeah. <laughs> I promise, no more live, live action, action animes anime, for sure. Um, but yeah, I think that brings us to our anime corner because <laughs> yeah. I purposely caught up on Seven Deadly Sins so that. Uh, we could talk about we it. Talk about this. I'm hyped. It's doing stuff. It is absolutely. So where are you at? First of all, and we're um, spoilers, by the way. If you haven't, so seen spoilers old... for the newest season of Seven Deadly Sins. Mm-hmm. We are for- formally saying that to give you time to back out. If you uh, haven't seen you, it, which you should have. Where I am, uh, literally, Meliodas has just started fighting all of the Ten Commandments. Or is standing in front of them. They all the disappeared first time. in front of him. The after the tournament. Did he get his power or not yet? Yes. Okay. Uh, so they okay. they had the tournament where they were fighting in the leaves um, and whatnot. Uh yeah. Okay. Or they're in some kind of rock thing. They're in some kind of rock fixture or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, they were fighting in pairs of two. They fight and then, uh, um, gluttony and or glut. Is it Gluttony and who's the other one? Escanor is Gluttony, I thought. No, no, I'm thinking of something else. They fought the angel, the pixie, the old fairy king. Gloxinia. Gloxinia. Gloxinia and Droll. Yeah, there you go. But yeah, uh, Escanor does a a, a sneak attack, essentially. Mm. 
um, he's acting like he's gonna attack Gouther, mm. and he he attacks them and he attacks the Ten Commandments instead, and then um, uh, Meliodas takes the opening mm-hmm. to attack them. So that's where I am. Got you, got you. Wait, so have you have you gotten to where Escanor fights? Uh, God, the knight. I forget his name. Oh yeah, Ga- Galland. Yeah, Galant gallant uh yeah, yeah. I and i was this. like something i noticed that i had to point out uh in this tournament uh droll is i guess some type of giant yeah um but i won't he spoil kept, it for you because his play. attacks kept saying gigant gigant, gigant and i'm like yeah. is this where tyler got the gigant thing from yeah because i remember is, something honestly. was like giant giant and you kept saying gigant pokemon gigantamaxing you said yes. giga- i was like gigantamaxing. i said gigantamax you said gigantamax yeah <laughs> I, I just like, see Giga, this, and I think what is this Gigant? Gigant. <laughs> um, but yeah, so what I wanted to bring up specifically is that so the only thing I'll say is Seven Deadly Sins is pretty like it's pretty like much like a fun romping thing. It's mm-hmm. like it never gets you too much into the like uh, disaster of it all. It's more about like the the camaraderie of mm-hmm. this group right um and so but what i've been seeing lately is that it's been more uh dramatic for lack of a better term there's Mm. been more um stakes for sure absolutely um so i've been enjoying that aspect of it and then the only thing i don't like is like we know that meliodas loves elizabeth we get it (laughs) we know that bond loves elaine Mm -hmm. we get it we okay the only relationship that i will accept this with is between um harlequin and diane okay got you those are the only two that i accept that awkward relationship crap from because uh-huh. it's, it's funny with them like that's been he's their tiny whole and thing. she's giant yeah yeah well that and then it's like it took him so long to admit his feelings for her and then right. she gets amnesia right right <laughs> so that i was like dang that, that sucks. sucks yeah <laughs> you gotta start over so like yeah like that part but it's like it's been so heavy on the meliodas and liz oh bond, yeah bond since and day Elaine. one Mm-hmm. yeah um but other than that um, I, I always like bond and um meliotis's uh, yeah they're funny though. together yeah why is gouther such a wild card i think because he has no emotions but i like, think that's he, the main thing he like was, he doesn't he understand was, like he was playing like the flat robotic guy for a while mm-hmm. but then it was like he started like attacking people and yeah. i was like this is what's happening he's to him. like wild. i was getting confused there mm-hmm. i want to say they explain a little more about him later because he's not all he seems to be i'll just say that okay um no, but yeah, uh, um, uh, Escanor's the way they showed Escanor's backstory. Escanor is awesome. In such a brief um moment of like flashback, was really good. It was really like left an impression on me mm-hmm. as to where he came from and like why he is the way that he is. Right. Um, so that was kind of I really like the way that they did that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I love Merlin. Merlin is awesome. Yeah, I like Merlin. I think she's the coolest. She is dope. Um, and she's really strong like she has some OP yeah. spells like when they were naming off power levels i'm like she's the strongest right now yeah like <laughs> i didn't even she, know that i think she has and this isn't much of a spoiler if you haven't heard it yet but she has like unlimited magic power or something like that it's something weird that like from where she has like a curse on her where she has like it's kind of like meliodas's uh full counter like can just counter anything not counter anything but it's like just 
the reason she's so proficient at magic is just because she's like just has an unlimited amount of like whatever they call the magic energy in the show uh-huh. like to harness like to draw her power from um and they they go into her backstory later so i won't i won't say the rest of it but if but they haven't I, already I, I just can't i'm like i have like three episodes left i'm like i don't know how much i'm missing but because what is, is there 25 yeah because i'm on like i'm on like 20 so i don't have that many left yeah you're almost there then um but yeah it's definitely much better than i mean this is one of those shows where i look at it fondly because it's not like hunter i used to get this show and hunter x hunter mixed up i love uh, with the creators uh oh wait what's the creators the hunter x hunter creator is the one who can't stop playing video games no the reason hunter x hunter can't get finished Mm -hmm. is because he can't stop playing this game oh really yeah he's like addicted to it because i'm pretty sure the guy who made hunter x hunter his wife wrote sailor moon Uh, and she was actually offering to help finish hunter x hunter yeah but (laughs) i could i get them confused because the guy who wrote seven deadly sins actually has a medical issue that uh, that's why that this set the the season before this one was only like four random episodes yeah they had to because do that he was ill right yeah right. so gotcha. i'm like i actually have a lot of respect for this dude like putting out this decent show when he's like not well for sure when the dude who makes hunter x hunter is just being a dick and not <laughs> doing his job what's the game do you know what the game is like it's league of some, legends or like something? it's some like MOBA. mmo yeah oh, okay. or moba like that he's addicted to that's and funny he can't it's, stop uh, playing it's, it. it's juju beat <laughs> <laughs> that's why you can't draw juju beat he's been slapping those buttons all day his hands are swollen but yeah it was like they'll say they were like yeah he'll write for like an hour and then play this game for like the rest of the time. that's hilarious and i was like come on i need hunter x hunter <laughs> real life props though yeah <laughs> no we're never so, getting hunter, hunter. but yeah is there anything that you wanted to add about it um about seven oh i was gonna say is so escanor is your favorite sin uh he's he's really i think he like overall i'd have to say he's the coolest but i think merlin is my favorite okay that's valid too merlin's cool and i really like meliodas too once you once he starts uh meliodas is such a doof i can't i can't when people are like (laughs) because there was one thing there was one uh part where everyone was getting mad at him and he was just like can you guys chill out mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was like but i was like they're legitimately mad for a legitimate reason <laughs> like you're being dumb right now yeah and he was just <laughs> like why are you guys getting so upset <laughs> and i was like i hate you meliodas <laughs> i i think i identify the most with the har- like with harley with harlequin uh with uh what is this like, king? king yeah king i think i identify the most with king king's cool yeah i like king. yeah and i like his spear Oh, I just, just want to like get his wings, him. man. <laughs> right. <laughs> nah, That's King. all I feel bad. King's strong too when he's in that forest. He's super I don't know if you strong. Saw that part. Uh, is that helmet? Is that helmet a thing, a person, or is it just a communication device? I think it's possessed. It, it Say least, that one more time. I think it's possessed. Okay. By his, or it's like enchanted by his friend or something. It's got like his friend's memories enchanted into it or something like that okay because um, i remember one time he put it on and there someone appeared yeah and i was like is this like a walkie-talkie or no, is someone's like a, soul like yeah it's, stuck a me- in it? it's like the memories of his dead friend 
like oh, it recreates when he puts the helmet on it like so recreates sad. his dead friend yeah ah. <laughs> now, now i wish i hadn't asked yeah it's rough uh what um, were you saying i'm sorry uh you were asking me I if i had seen oh the part where in the forest in the fairy king forest yeah where he's fighting that out that monster that albion thing yeah i thought that was a cool that's what i'm like when he kept saying i'm not the strongest i'm like well who the hell is yeah because you're really freaking strong strong. he's just like doesn't believe in himself and Um, because he doesn't have his wings man yeah give him his wings wings. um but no i'm really hyped for season three or four i guess you would call this coming up in i think they said they said october i thought um but I'm actually wondering if this is going to be the last season or not, because just from what I know about where they are in the timeline, I don't think it's too much more. Is the manga story-wise. form done? Is there a manga? There is a manga. I'm not sure if it's done. Um, but I know they were in some like high stakes stuff in the okay. manga. Um, but yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, did you catch up on Demon Slayer at all? I know I'm I not on the latest episode, but I have not. Okay, so you're still where you were last be, week. I will be catching up on all of these next week. Yeah, I'm behind on <laughs> the rest as well. Um, I'm like because I basically was just I was just in movie mode, so I gotcha. just got all all these movies out of the way and then back to you and Auntie Mace, mm-hmm. Auntie Moose. Yeah, so I mean, that's all I really have for this week. Here cool cool but yeah i will say uh, i'm pretty hyped there is a i thought dave Chappelle was done with the last netflix specials he came out with but comedy special there, yeah there's a new there's gonna be a new dave Chappelle comedy special called sticks and stones um oh, wow. coming out on monday that'd be cool so just the last that one's out pretty funny da- yeah that's what i was like but i thought i could have swore he said that was the last one I, I can't remember, honestly. And he wasn't going to do another special like that. But anyway, Sticks and Stones on Monday. Dave Chappelle, if you're a fan, uh, check cool. that out tomorrow. I shall. But yeah, um, with that being said, if you want to add to the content of our show or engage with us, you can do so by emailing us at siblingrivalryclash. That's all one word, siblingrivalryclash at gmail.com. And you can also find us on the Twitter. I am at T-I-F-F-I-N-I-J-21. And I'm at Y-O-T-I-Z-Z-L-E-R. And you can, hopefully if you're listening, you've already found us somewhere. But you can also find us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, and CastBox. And please, please, please rate us wherever you listen. And we will shout out your rating, whether it is good or bad. If you give (laughs) us a one star, we will read it out and we will explain to you why we think you gave us one star. Why you're wrong. We'll explain to you. (laughs) We will cater to you specifically to get you to change your rating. No, I'm just kidding. We we might. <laughs> but anyway, uh, until next week, we will see you. We out. Peace. Peace.